I actually tried to give them some value so that they would check out what I was doing. And most of the time, they actually went to the landing page and they would opt in to get notified once I finished writing the book. Hey, podcast listener, you're about to discover insider tips, tricks, and secrets to making more sales and converting more prospects into customers with email marketing. For more information about the email marketing podcast or the autoresponder guy, go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast. It's John McIntyre here, the autoresponder guy. I'm here with Corey Ferreira. Now, uh, you just made an interesting joke, actually. We've got, we got Dan Ferrari. There's been a Ferrara, and now we've got Ferreira. So we've <laughs> got an interesting uh, you know, bunch of people with very similar last names on this podcast. Anyway, uh, I actually recently met, or you know, we met like five minutes ago officially, but uh, Corey reached <laughs> out a little while back just saying that he's, uh, he's just started recently working at Shopify doing the content marketing, yep. and uh, he's been doing some amazing stuff with uh, some info products. And the most interesting part, I think, uh, of the story, I think I think will, will be the, mo- the majority of this podcast, but who knows, is this idea of he was a freelancer and then created an in- in- info product that really took off. So I think that's a really cool, I think that's going to be a great story. I think that's what a lot of freelancers want to do. They've, maybe they've quit their job, they've started freelancing with copywriting or something else, and it's good, but you know, it just feels like another job at the end of the day. Clients are really just, you know, instead of one boss, you get 10 bosses. And so they want to figure out how to make some sweet, sweet product money. So I think this will be an interesting episode. Corey, how are you doing? Yes. Man? Good, man. How are you? Fantastic. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks so much. So before we get into sort of a bit more about your, well, this how to go from freelancer to info publisher, let's, sure. uh, let's give the listener, tell, tell the listener a little bit more about who you are, you know, what you do, a bit about your story. Sure. I mean, like you already mentioned that I, I'm a content marketer over at Shopify, but that only happened recently. Just before that, I was completely self-employed for many years. Um, I was a, a freelance web designer essentially, but I did a little bit of consulting too, getting people uh, off the ground and helping them with you know, SEO and, and, and social media and stuff like that. So it was kind of like a package service. And I did that for quite a while. And I remember about three years ago or so, there was this little site called Fiverr, which was around for quite a, a while at that point. And I looked at Fiverr, which I don't know what it is. It's a, like a $5 marketplace you can buy, sell, buy and sell services. I looked at Fiverr as a way to expand my freelancing business, business so to find new clients essentially. And so what I did was, you know, I started on Fiverr, started with really basic services like transferring your website from your old host to your new host. And I was on Fiverr for about a year until eventually about a year and a half after I was on Fiverr, I became a, what's, what's called a top rated seller on Fiverr. So I started making a, an outrageous amount of money on Fiverr. Uh, I know it sounds like $5 gigs don't sound like they pay much, but when you consider gig extras and gig multiples and stuff like that, you can make a lot of money on Fiverr actually. Um, so that was actually, you know, how much are we talking? My, uh, I, at one point I reached 4,000 bucks in a month. And so that was on top of my freelancing business. Now, cool. uh, if that Considering sounds, they're all yeah, like $5, you know, they're like $5. Gigs, yeah. Right? If that sounds high to you, uh, there are people making like twice that much, as much that on Fiverr. There's crazy top rated sellers out there. And if that sounds low, it's actually pretty decent for uh, for Fiverr, at least for a top-rated seller. And at this point, too, you know, I saw an opportunity in the market. You know, I looked at like the ClickBank marketplace. And I looked around the internet, and there wasn't a lot of information at the time uh, talking about Fiverr, like how to make money on Fiverr, essentially, or, or how to uh, what kind of gigs to sell and how to sell them and how to optimize your profile. And you know, I'm not. I, it came through a lot of trial and error, and a lot of experimentation, and looking at what the other people were doing, that the best sellers were doing, and then start applying it to my own Fiverr profile and my, and my Fiverr gigs. But I started writing about it because at this time I was reading a book called The Laptop Millionaire, and it's by Mark Anastasi. And one of the the, the 
the methods he mentions is creating an information product or writing an ebook. So I thought I'd try it. You know, a long time ago, very, very long time ago, I, I would dabble on eBay and sell information products, but I'd never really sold one, you know, like f- focusing on it and just trying to sell it. So I, I wrote this book called Fire Success and I wrote about all my experiences and I taught, I, and I like to take credit for a lot of the things I teach in it because most people now, what they teach on Fiverr is, in my opinion, the things I kind of came up with first, or at least what was it was doing first and no one was talking about. So, and we can get into the process of how I launched this book later, but I mean, uh, I launched the book and it did really well and it just it's just been snowballing since. So, because I don't know if you're aware on ClickBank, right, there's a gravity rating on stuff. So, the more it sells, the more people will find it to promote it. And it's been doing really well since. It's expanded into other books. It's expanded into a, a course. It's kind of built my personal brand. I'm kind of known as this, this Fiverr guy, which that's something I really only want to be. I mean, I, I'm much more passionate about online business. But it's certainly something that's really helped and actually helped me get a job here at Shopify, funny enough. Okay. And just maybe quickly, I was curious about then. What inspired you to go to a, you know, Shopify? Um, you know, you've got this. You're a freelancer. You know, you've got some good income coming in from so you don't really have to have a job depending on where you're living. Why did you go sure. and get a job? It's funny because I didn't actually find them. They found me because of my blog. So what ended up happening was after Fiverr Success, I started an online business blog. And on this blog, I talk about, you know, like online marketing and stuff like that. And I don't consider myself a guru or anything like that. It's actually just my humble advice from my own, uh, my, my own experience. And funny enough, Shopify noticed me. They saw this blog. Right, which has an audience thanks to the Fiverr book, and they offered me a position as a content marketer. Now, I was going to say no immediately, but I saw it as an opportunity to elevate myself, to really put me in a whole other level. Because really, I'm like a D-list blogger, you know, and this is going to put me in a whole other level in terms of elevating my personal brand, uh, ex- extending my reach, getting more people to find me, so that it helps me in the future. Because I'm still young. And I mean, Shopify is, is, a, is a terrific company to work for. They, I mean, they really know how to treat their employees and everything. So um, it was just, it was a no-brainer after I really thought about it. And, I can, and they still give me the complete freedom to do my own thing, which is beautiful, which most um, employers don't do. And it, it's still an adjustment for, you, for, for me, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I'm not used to working a 9 to 5 or even working uh, for someone, but um, I've still managed. And it's just been an excellent experience so much. I've already learned so much more. So it was definitely worth it. Awesome, man. Okay. That's interesting. So, I mean, because the reason it is interesting is I've met so many people going in the direction from job to traveling. And it's right. actually funny, lately I've met a few people going the other way around. They're trying to go from, not necessarily traveling, but more of like a lifestyle freedom to getting right. a job. Even if, the, you know, right. even if it's a very flexible job like the one you've got Shopify. So I'm always interested to find out why people, everyone's going these different directions. Like everyone thinks, oh, you've got to quit your job. But then there's like, there are people who are actually going to go and get jobs right now. They're more interested in getting a job. They are in yeah. in Thailand, and that's totally cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I, I lived that lifestyle where you know I was able to work from home and do whatever I wanted, but I realize I'm still young and I don't know everything, and I feel like there's so much opportunity for me to grow as a as an online business person and just as a person in general. I mean, there's just so much more I could do in terms of elevating my brand, and I feel like Shopify will will, will really help me do that, and just to help grow a company. Too. It's very flattering to they reached out to me. It was very hard for me to say no. You know, I, I mean, uh, if it was purely for the money, obviously I would have just said no. But it wasn't. I wanted to do more with my skill set and my ability, and also learn more and become uh, much more evolved and work on my self development stuff like that. And I feel like I totally do that here. Yeah, I feel you on that, man. I actually just came back from um, Necker Island. Well, this is the recording about six weeks ago now, 
And right. uh, so Necker Islands, you know, it's, it's Richard Branson's island. The people that were there, it was 30 other people who'd been doing all sorts of stuff, like building satellites and building solar-powered aircraft and some amazing, amazing stuff. And it really inspired me to the point where I'm like, I actually, you know, I'm actually interested in going back to, San, you know, not back, but going to San Francisco um, to explore. I get involved in something a lot bigger than just, say, building a, you know, uh, you know, doing a little bit of online marketing online and traveling around. It's fine. Like, I, I love the lifestyle that I have, but sometimes there are, there's that calling and you feel that little piece inside of you that wants to go and do something bigger. And the funny thing about this, actually, is about two weeks ago, I spoke to someone, his name's Garrett, who's, he's on his way out, like, he's on his way out of Silicon Valley and out of San Francisco. He's been building and doing an accelerator, and uh, he wants to get out for a while, build a lifestyle business, do some traveling, and get some more freedom back, and then go back to Silicon Valley later. So that was interesting. Everyone's just going in all these different directions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting because, like, what, what you're sold on the internet is, like, oh, you know, uh, palm trees and we're working on a, on a beach and that kind of stuff. And it's like, well, when you think about it, you really want to do a lot with, with, what the, with the skills you have and the knowledge you have. You want to do more than just that. So that's, that's kind of where I was at at that point when, uh, when Shopify found me. Nice. Okay. Well, let's talk about, let's go, let's, you know, go back to more, you know, go a ways back in the story to when you were more of a freelancer doing the, yeah, you're a freelancer. Tell me a bit about what you're doing for freelancing and then how that transitioned, what, what's, you know, yeah, how that transitioned into creating an info product. Yeah, sure. So, you know, I was, I was freelancing for quite a while and, and of course I've always heard about things like passive income and, you know, uh, creating information products. And it's something I kind of dabbled with, like I mentioned earlier on eBay. I kind of created some some eBooks and I sold them on eBay, but it didn't do very well. You know, that, that's when I was very, very young and I didn't know what I was doing. But then a few years ago, I decided, you know what, I want to create an information product, and you know, the timing was perfect because I was seeing some success on Fiverr. So I thought, you know, there's something here I can teach. So I started writing about it, you know, and and putting together this information product, looking at the competitors as well and what they were teaching. And, to be completely honest, it, it wasn't very good. You know, there was not any valuable, like very useful, actionable information out there. Um, so I put together this this book, and as I wrote it, actually, I started building my audience. So what most people do, the mistake most people make, is they create the product first, and then they try and find the audience, right? And that's very deflating because you're, you're not going to sell the book like that, and you're just probably going to give up on it. So what I did was I actually built my audience while I was writing this book to help not only validate the idea but to also have an audience to launch to once I finished writing the book. So what I actually did was I created a Twitter account just for the book, and I went to search.twitter.com, and I looked for people talking about Fiverr, and I would engage with them. Now, I wouldn't pitch them. I wouldn't say, hey, I'm writing a book about Fiverr. I would do none of that. I would just engage them and help them. So every time someone had a question about Fiverr or, want, or just, had, you know, just talking about Fiverr in general, I would inject myself in the conversation and just make myself – you know, make, 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 make my presence aware. So what they would end up doing is, you know, they see my bio and I would have this landing page saying, you know, I'm writing a book about Fiverr. It's coming soon. Join the list if you're interested in knowing when it launches, essentially. And so I had this coming soon page up and I was building this audience as I was writing the book. And it's also gave me feedback as well on what I should be writing about based on the interactions I was getting from people on Twitter. That's pretty cool. I mean, that's a really cool story because it shows that you don't have to spend money to build an audience. Right. This is very Gary Vee, right? Get on Twitter, go and engage with people. So I'm just surprised. Yes. Like, I yes. would have been really skeptical if you, know, if you came to me, well, if you just said before you even did this, on it, before I knew your story, and it was more like, well, did you know, John, that you can actually go and build an audience on Twitter just by engaging with it? Like, like oh, yeah, I don't really know about that. I don't really <laughs> think that'll work very well. But Yeah, but, but I'm not going to lie. It, it took a, long t a lot of time and it took a lot of effort because I would spend maybe one to two hours a day doing this on Twitter. And like you said, Gary Vee, he's one of my idols, actually. 
that's where I got the idea from as I was writing this book. And it actually paid off tremendously. Now, when I did launch the book, I only made $400 the first day. But at the same time, I made $400 the first day. Uh, more than most people who make maybe $0 when they launch. Um, I don't remember the, the, the size of the list now, to be honest, because uh, I just forgot. Like The list is so huge now compared to what it was at that time. But it definitely helped with the momentum in terms of selling this ebook and eventually where I'm at now. And so um, tell me about how you were engaging these people. So you, you'd go to search Twitter, search for Fiverr, for example, yep. and then just go look yep. at relevant people who are like sort of struggling with it or something and just talk to them. What sort of stuff would you say? Sure. Like if you were to do that now, it's purely people spamming their, their, prof, their Fiverr stuff. But at the time, there were a lot of people saying, you know, I don't like, I, I don't know what gig, gig, gig to sell or check out my gig. And I would look at their gig, right? And I'd be like, oh, you should improve this. Or I feel like you'd sell more if you did this. And most of the time, they'd be like, oh, thanks. And they would check my, my profile out and see what I was doing. Sometimes I get people just asking questions out into the abyss about Fiverr and I would respond to it. You know, or if they were contacting Fiverr support over a question like, why is it my gig selling? I would respond to them. Like, can I see your gig? Maybe I can help you. So it was, it was some unsolicited advice and stuff. At least I wasn't pitching them, you know, and I wasn't, you know, spamming them, which I hate to do. So I actually tried to give them some value so that they would check out what I was doing. And most of the time they actually went to the landing page and they would opt in to get notified once I finished writing the book. Okay, so you're building an email list during this time. Correct. And so what happened was, so you'd go and help these people out on Fiverr, they'd go and check out your profile, something about Fiverr, they click on the link, they go to a site and you say, hey look, I'm actually, I've done X, Y, and Z on Fiverr, a bit, a bit of sales copy basically, and it's like, I'm creating this product, it's not ready yet, if you click this button, you can sign up here and we'll let you know when it's coming out. Yeah, exactly. That's even, it's funny because that's even the way I describe it when I teach people is that I say, uh, it's like the reverse product creation. So I write the sales page first, before I even wrote the book. And that actually gave me a nice outline of what the book was going to be about. And it made it a lot easier for me to put the product into perspective to know what problem I was going to be solving and what my unique uh, proposition was going to be, you know, my unique value proposition. So um, that was tremendously, uh, like that, that helped me tremendously. I mean, if I didn't do that, I don't even know if the book would have been successful at all because I had the momentum going into it to do more from there. Mm. It's pretty cool. Okay. And then so what happened when it came, to, came time to launch the book? You had the book. You had the sales page. You had an email list. of How many people were on the email list originally? I don't really – I don't remember to be honest. I don't remember. It was, it was definitely a couple hundred people at least. I'm not sure how well it converted. I mean, again, I, I know – I remember I made 400 bucks that day when I, when I sent that email out. Um, but I remember when I launched, you know, I, I, I looked at the emails I was getting from, uh, from people like Derek Halpern and, 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 just, and Jeff Walker. The kinds of emails I would get from them – when they were launching products, and I kind of created this template around what they were doing. And I remember, you know, I, I made it kind of exciting. I tried making it, even up to the point, I would say, you know, I'm launching the book on, on April 2nd, so be ready for it. It's going to be, have all this stuff, right? And that would, that would generate a lot of buzz around it. So then when I finally sent out that email on April 2nd, I told them, you know, if you guys are the first ones to buy, you guys are going to get it, going to get it at this price before I, I raise the price. So I, I created this little bit of, a, of scarcity thing as well really helped to really help me when I uh, sent out that email yeah nice man okay okay and then so what's going on with it now is it still going I see the website yeah still. yeah for sure it's it's still selling really well it's since it spawned two more ebooks and also a course that's why I created a video course around the the book as well and one of the biggest things I did since actually another like nugget that your audience can steal or you could steal that I, I I don't see a lot of people doing I think it's just so genius is actually, I'm sure you've heard of uh, Udemy, right? Yep. Yeah, so what I did was actually created a free course, put it up, put it up on U Udemy, and it has like 4,000 students now. 
And then it had actually helped build my list as well. So I had this free course about Fiverr, so how I get started on Fiverr, very basic stuff. Um, so I showed them I, I knew what I was talking about. I provided, provided them a lot of value. And then at the end of this free course, I said, hey, you know, I also have this website. Uh, check out the free, check out my, my book, you know, check out the rest of my content. Um, so I also have a YouTube channel going as well along with that. And, and I, do, I do post on the blog on the website as well. But the Udemy thing has really helped as well. So I did that after I launched the book, maybe like two months later, I had this free course up on Udemy and it's, uh, it's helped me tremendously as well. I noticed a lot of my sales actually in the beginning came from that free course. Interesting. That's really cool, man, how this has all come together. And then now, so it's still running. So you're doing the Shopify thing. You've got this right. info product thing. You're still freelancing? No, that's, that's the beauty of it. I don't have to freelance anymore, which is not something I wanted to do for the rest of my life. De definitely not. I've always wanted to be more of a, uh, you know, someone who has a blog, is making passive income, something like that. And now that, you know, the blog, my personal blog makes me some money, the fiber books, the fiber book and the products make me a lot of money and I have a Shopify thing going on as well. So I don't have to freelance anymore, which is, I'm really thankful for actually. Nice, man. Okay. And yeah. then, so you're doing Shopify as a full-time thing, right? Yes, correct. And you work from home or you work from Shopify? I work at, at, from Shopify. So I, fortunately, I actually live very close to their office in Toronto. So uh, it's just been a, a really awesome thing, like working here. Nice, man. Very cool. Yeah. Very good. And then yeah. what's next? Is it just going to like grind on Shopify for a while or are you trying to get somewhere else? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm, I'm building my personal brand. So I have a, a blog called embolden.co. And this is basically like my online business blog where I share stuff like how I created this ebook how I marketed it, how I did Facebook ads, all that stuff. So I share, I share basically all of it on this blog. And um, I really would love to build that up and, you know, build an audience and, and, and do, do more from there, you know. Like I would love to do like public speaking and stuff like that as well. I mean, it's just, just stuff like that. Just get more involved in, uh, in, in, in online marketing and, and uh, online business. Very cool. Sounds like having a ton of fun, man. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, we're right on time here. So before we go, though, if people want to go and check any of this out, Where's the best place for them to do that? Yeah, I, I love if they can go to uh, embolden.co. It's my personal blog. Just check it out. And also, if you guys want to check out the Shopify blog as well, there's a ton of great info there about e-commerce and online business as well. You can go to shopify.com slash blog um, and check out more great content out there as well. Awesome. Okay, cool. I'll have links to all that in the show notes at themcmethod.com. So we've got makefivermoney.com. We've got embolden.com. We've got shopify.com slash blog. Yep. Very cool. All right, Corey, awesome. man. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Thanks so much, John. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you want to discover more insider tips, tricks, and secrets about driving sales with email marketing, sign up for daily email tips from the autoresponder guy. Go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast, sign up, confirm your email address, and I'll send you daily emails on how to improve your email marketing and make more sales via email. You'll find out why open rates don't matter and the seven-letter word that underlies all effective marketing and much more.